snack and a nap. No can do. Need your help, too. Yeah, but I... Come on, I'll entertain you on the way with some. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In our lead story out of Washington, Major, America's first rescue dog, is being shipped back to Delaware for a time being. First reports out of the White House claimed that the dog was traveling back with Dr. Jill Biden, but further investigation found that the real reason was due to a bite. Oh, no! Oh, oh that is terrible. Will he be lined up and shot for public execution? Jesus, no! <laughs> what the hell kind of place do you come from, Ivan? Siberia? In the streets. Well, in more civilized Circles, domesticated dogs get a strike against them depending on, you know, the severity of the bite. It banished to their crate for a time period. It's like solitary confinement. Domesticated fleshies believes in punishment over rehabilitation. Oh, the things that I've learned while hacking into the dog prison's computer systems will make your head spin. No, thank you. My time in the joint was bad enough. Funny you should mention rehabilitation because once he found out about Major's troubles, America's favorite dog rehabilitator, Caesar Milan, reached out to offer his services. Oh, I love Caesar. I binge his shows for hours. Yeah, Caesar's great, although he might have some issues with our show for how it humanizes dogs. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't either. You're both talking way too fast for me. What is a Caesar? What is binging? And who the hell wants to make humans out of dogs? I'll let you take those, Indy. <laughs> we really need to get you a forever home, Ivan. It would change your whole perspective on things. And you might even put a few pounds on. I've been so stressed about Anastasia, I find it hard to eat. I totally understand. I can't eat if I think Mama and Daddy are hurting. What a sucker. Oh, you know, I have learned some news on the streets that could fit in well with your doggo news. Wow, well, aren't you just settling right in? I am not sitting at the moment, no. No, 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 it, it, it's a figure is, you know what, never mind. Okay, what's your story? What's your story? On the Mongolian steppe, there are predators, there are prey, and then there are the Bankar. Wow, nice leading, Ivan. Thank you. In these grasslands, sheep and other livestock are under constant threat from wolves, eagles, and even snow leopards. But the Bengkar have kept these livestock safe for millennia. They are so good at their job that shepherds on the steppe believe that honorable humans, when they die, are reincarnated as Bengkar, and Bengkar as humans. Um, not to sound stupid, but what exactly is a Bangkar? They're Mongolian shepherd dogs. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, carry on, carry on. Well, sadly for years, Soviet-era socialists sought to collectivize herds and encourage families into more sedentary patterns of substance. So, therefore, it left no room for these dogs in this style of farming life. They were let loose, exterminated, and turned into fur coats for the fashionable Muscovites. The Bangkar all but disappeared. Oh, man, this is really dark. I, I don't know about you Russians. <laughs> yeah, is there a bright side to this story? Oh, funny enough. Not yet. There is. These dogs don't herd livestock the same way as other shepherd breeds do. They just shift the herd across a landscape, preventing from overgrazing. Before, the Mongolian shepherds were losing up to half of their livestock when using more stationary methods of protection. Oh, uh, yeah, like what? Like scarecrows, lights, guns... All those things would scare the fupa out of me! Nonsense. It didn't work with predators like wolves or eagles, and it wouldn't work with a brilliant tactician like yourself, Indiana. Okay, who who are we talking about here, the tactician Indiana? I mean, she gets frightened by light and by her farts. <laughs> you have no concept of the fierce spirit that rests deep within the soul of your big little sister. Oh, yeah? Okay. 
<laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. <gasps> well, since the Bankar have been reintroduced, the entire region has found a new harmonious balance. Like what? Well, the predator population is balanced out, and the effects have carried down through the ecosystem, all the way down to the endangered Saiga antelope. Wow, amazing how one little detail can change an entire ecosystem. Good thinking, Mongolians. I have long admired the ingenious thinking of the Mongolians, all the way back to the times of Genghis and Kublai Khan. Oh yeah? What was so ingenious about them? Well, one example is they would make their warriors tie branches to the tails of their horses. Stupid! What would, what would that do? When the branches would scrape on the ground when the horses would run, it would kick up much more dirt than a normal stampede of horses, therefore giving the impression that they had many more warriors than they actually had. Oh, okay. That's pretty brilliant, actually. Mmm, sure is. Alright, here we are! Wait a second. I know where we are. Fire, fire, burning higher. Oh. Hey, Zeddy. What's that? Beats the shit out of me. My big little sister brought us here. Is that Ivan? Hello, Cheez-It. Frito? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah, I ran into your sister, Nope. She told me to tell you, Nope, said that you would know what she was talking about. Yeah. Wait a second. How the hell do you know the witchy cats, Ivan? Hold tight, folks. We'll be right back after this quick message from our sponsors. Are you enjoying the Zeti and Indy show? Then show your support by becoming a Patreon at the patreon.com forward slash the Zeti and Indy show. Also, we would like to list a small disclaimer. We have been making light of the doggo consumption of raisinets in the past episodes. Please note that this is very serious. If your doggo consumes the raisinets, please take them to the vet ASAP. And now, back to the show. And as always, a special hello to the Jasmine. And thanks to Lucky for coming all the way down from the Rainbow Bridge to deliver that important message. Just say Mo to Raisinets. Uh, where the hell did Mo's voice come from? He's it's haunting us! He seriously is trying to ruin us, isn't he? No! Like <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, seriously, Ivan, uh, how do you know the witchy cats? I go way back with all of these comrades. All the way back to the Great Coyote Crusade of the 86. You and the witchy cats have been around since 1986? <laughs> what, you have nine lives too? <laughs> no, as in we 86 that fucking coyote out of here from the hills from which it came. Yeah. Well, sounds like quite a showdown. Ivan, where is your crazy bitch of a partner at? Oh, yeah. I knew something was off when I didn't have to haunch up. Well, that's why we're here. The fleshies with the nets caught her a few months back. Oh, no. We are sorry to hear that. Yeah, crazy bitch or not, it's never good to hear the net boys get you. Yeah. I feel like it was partly my fault that she was caught. Nonsense. We chose to assist you in the snatching of the pig spigot. Whoa, you stole a spigot of a pig? Yeah? Uh, you never told me that. I did tell you it was the El Pastor Trompo at Leo's Tacos. Remember, we were starving, figured out how to lasso it up and run away. Anyway, it led to Eddie getting snatched up, so that's why I'm here to enlist all of your help to try and get her out. You want to attempt a jailbreak? From a high security facility? Have you tried hacking in first? Affirmative. Their firewall proved to be too strong. Did you try using a backdoor spell? I do not hack with the dark arts. Hmm, oh, you're lost. 
What do you have in mind, then? Yeah. How close are you all to making your human automaton? Well, we need all of the ingredients. Snakes and the snails and a puppy dog tails. Uh, you didn't bring me along to collect my tail for this caper, did you, Indy? No, Zeddy, I just like your company. Cool, cool. No offense, Ivan. I just, you know, I don't know your friend well enough to sacrifice my tail for her. Well, none taken. I have reservations myself of offering my own tail. You're not gonna have to worry about that. Uh, Indy, you only have a tiny little nub to offer, and that's probably not enough to even conjure a fleshy leg. Let me worry about that, Z. Okay, your plan is beginning to intrigue me now. Yeah, what you have in mind? Yeah. I'll get into all that right after this week's... Monday's Mutts! Hey, Cheez-It, what do you get when you combine a fleshy photographer, a group of rescue dogs, and a jar of peanut butter? I don't know, but I'm sure the smell is unbearable. Wrong! You get this week's Monday's Mutt! Greg Murray knew exactly what he needed for his newest book project. Easily cleanable floors, 70 jars of peanut butter, and 30 rescue puppies. Sounds like one of those parties. As described, the book titled Peanut Butter Puppies is a sequel to his book Peanut Butter Dogs. This fleshy takes adorable pictures of puppies licking peanut butter out of jars and even off of each other. Greg brought in a group of 30 rescue dogs ranging in ages of 8 weeks to 12 months. All of the puppies were adoptable or recently adopted dogs from the surrounding northern Ohio area. To give back, the publisher is giving $1 of every book sold till $3,000 is reached to give to three different rescue groups in Ohio. Greg was recently reported to be over the moon with excitement learning that all the puppies featured in his book have been rescued. So who's to you, Greg Murray, this week's Monday's Month? All right, Nubtail, what's your plan? Zeddy will get you guys the snails. What? Uh, no way. Snails are disgusting. You grab a couple of extra so we can saute them up with some garlic and butter. Delicious. Yuck. You are out of your mind if you think I'm going to eat something that's on Ozzy's menu. Escargot and Jardinier. Fine. You'll be in charge of getting the snakes then. Oh, snakes are in the shopping list? Uh, snails will be fine. No, no, no. You're right. Your rat terrier skills are perfect for rounding up a couple of snakes and wrestling them down into a bag. Uh, uh, wrestle? Oh, yeah, of course. You, you need the snakes to be alive, right? It is preferred. The wiggling mixes the potion easier. Also keeps it from overmixing. Fritz is the baker of the bunch. You should try his lemon cockroach bars. The cockroaches give it a zesty crunch. <laughs> yeah, maybe some other time. I mean, come on, Indy. It's so much easier for me to pop right outside in the yard and, you know, grab some snails. See, that was my original line of thought, but then you started making such a fuss. No, 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 no fuss, no fuss. Snails are fine. Snails mm, are fine. That, that's what I thought. Now, Ivan, I'm going to need you to get a hold of a couple of snakes for these guys. Make it a baker's dozen. Yeah, makes a fabulous snake gumbo. Yeah. He sprinkles some rat teeth on top just to give it a nice crunch. Hmm, can I get the recipe for that when we are done here today? Yeah. What he means is that it's a family recipe, so he would not give it up so easily. Guys, I fought the coyote with you. Good point. All right, Indiana. That's steaks and snails, but how are you going to get us the tail? Yeah, I'll get you a tail. Just just give me some time. Andy, you do not have enough of a tail to give up. It will totally screw up your balance, and I'm not going to help carry your fat ass around. I'm not giving him the rest of my tails, Eddie. I have a plan set up, but I think I'm going to need Moe's help. Oh, you're going to pull the old give me back your tail and I'll get you Layla back scam? No. Uh, you're going to kidnap the minge and ask for his tail for her return? Uh-uh. The old get him stuck in a hole and cut off his tail with a chainsaw? 
Stir-fried cottage where do you come up with this stuff? Yeah, you know, it comes from my little noodle. Your penis? No, my brain. Oh, right. So what do you say, Witchy Cats? If I could get you, you would be an automaton. Can I count on your help to bust out Annie? Give us a moment to discuss. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow, this is uh, rather quite tense. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. Hello there, listeners. Chewy here to tell you that today's Doggo News and Monday's Mutts was brought to you from our Fuck Kibble tier of Patreons. Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, and Stephen Tambo London. All right, everyone. We're back with the cat's decision. We'll do it. You got a deal. Holy shitballs, Andy, you did it. Thank you, witchy cat. Next time we meet, I'll have a tail for you. All right, then. When we have our human automaton, we'll help you bust out Annie. There is one little catch. What's that? You have to help us field test the human when we make it. We can help you with that. We? You sure are freely incorporating me in all of this. Well, it's because of you that Annie's in the clink. Wait a second. I haven't even met this crazy bitch. How is this my fault? Because you escaped in the first place. That caused me to go out and looking for you. Yeah, I'm still not seeing the connection. Then I wouldn't have met and helped Ivan and Annie steal the old pastor Trombo, which in turn got her caught. Yeah, that's another thing I didn't get. I didn't get a single piece of that El Pastor. Oh, it was delicious. Exactly. Since I missed out on all that stolen pork, this should, you know, give me a pass out of some of all this stuff. Nice try. Fair chance. We gotta get out of here before Mama and Daddy get home. Hey, Ivan, we're headed back home. Are you coming with? I'm going to stick around here and see if I can't coax this recipe out of ya. I will meet up with you later. All right, sounds good. Smell you later, witchy cats. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'll ever get used to that. Nosy, I think if Ivan got washed up, he could make a great doggo for some family. Yeah, I totally agree. In fact, if he got cleaned up, he could be this week. Breed of the Week! This week's Breed of the Week is inspired by one of our listeners, as well as one of today's guests. A few weeks back, one of our patrons recommended this to us. So shout out to Olga Ekman. She recommended that we focus this as our Breed of the Week. And we looked further into it. Turns out our friend Ivan is actually an Isabella Husky. The Isabella Husky is one of the more rare types of Huskies as they have unique features such as a predominantly white coat with blue, brown, or bicolor eyes. They are known particularly for their beauty, strength, and stamina. They are large worker dogs that need lots of exercise and are generally not to be petted and played with. Like Indy. But if they are brought up in a family environment, exceptions can be made to that little rule. They are a breed that needs moderate grooming year-round, but it helps to keep up with it for the time of year when they have their heaviest shedding periods. These dogs also thrive in cold, wintry environments. So here's to you, the Isabella Huskies, our breed of the week. Holy shitballs. I forgot, we have an entirely new segment that we have to premiere. All right. Well, no better time to premiere it than right now. All right, fleshy friends, hold on to your seats for... Digging Deep. And doggo health. Was that Disco to whip it? Yo, that cat is so cool. He's a dog. It's a figure of speech. Anyway, our newest segment that we've added to this season is all about your doggo's health. Yeah, but we do have another disclaimer. We are the farthest thing from vets, so please do due diligence before freaking out that your dog has or needs what we're talking about. That's your disclaimer? Uh, for now. We'll come up with a better one soon. All right. Anyway, on our first doggo health segment... Uh, it's called... Digging Deep. And doggo health. Right. Uh, let me play it again so the fleshies don't forget. Digging deep. And doggo health. 
Stop pushing the repeat button. One more time just for fun, then. Digging deep in Doggo Health. Are you finished? I want to say yes, but you never know. In our first Doggo Health story, we want to just briefly touch on something called syncope. Bless you. Syncope can be quite common in dogs, but lots of fleshies don't know about it. What the hell is it? Syncope can happen in doggos when the brain doesn't receive enough oxygen. No, I'm just kidding. I know what it is. What happens is... A dog can faint, lose consciousness, and fall to the ground suddenly, usually on his or her side. Exactly. The most common reason is that not enough oxygen is getting to the brain due to how the heart is beating. Are you going to tell them? Uh, yeah, I don't want the fleshies to get sad for me. We'll call you an old dog. Quiet, Indy. I'm not an old dog. Uh, oh, that's right. You were a senior dog. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, recently I was taken to the vet and, well, they discovered that I have a, a heart murmur. Poor Zeddy. It's okay, guys, because apparently there's different levels of seriousness and I'm, like, in the middle of seriousness. Oh, well, thank God. So they put me on heart and blood pressure meds and I'm actually feeling kind of sprightly. Yeah, you do have a little bit more spunk in your trunk lately. I agree. I've been a little more bouncy lately. So anyway, syncope is something that if you witness happening to your dog, you want to take him or her to the vet and have it checked out. For sure. So every week, we're going to focus on some kind of health and nutrition fact for your doggo so that you can stay educated about how to keep your dog healthy and happy. Don't cry for me, my fansos. You were supposed to think that I'm okay, that I'm always healthy, that I'll live forever, but that's just not true. <sighs> it's Evita, bitch. Anyway, Miss Perone, I think that this is a great addition. Something our listeners will really appreciate. Not just you spouting off all the time. Me? <laughs> yeah, right, me. All right, well, that just leaves us with one more segment for our first episode of Season 3. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 613. Quests. This is our way of kind of lumping video games and board games together. If you have kids, you know the struggle of trying to wrestle your kids away from their video or board games. They're so loud on their stupid games, it's annoying. Exactly, and most of the time, you finally just break down and get a TV and game system for their room. Or, if you're really rich, you can build an entire game room for them. With a lock on the outside of the door. But you know what gets sacrificed for that game room? Your man cave. Or your she shed. Or your she shed. Yeah, that shit never happens with a dog. You want us to get obsessed with a quest? Give us a bone. We'll bury that shit, forget it, and get super obsessed with trying to remember what we did with it. Then when we find it, we'll just bury it all over again. No need to buy us a new bone. Quest complete. If you want us to obsess about a game, throw us a ball. We'll chase that ball for hours. Well, some of us. Like it's the best, most expensive console in the virtual reality game universe. No crying and moaning. No dad, we have to camp out all night to get Guardians of Hell 9 right when it's released. Waiting outside and freezing cold outside of a Walmart. No, thank you. Kids need so much entertaining and it gets more and more complex and expensive as they get older. Uh, are we talking about gambling now? Or porn? I think those have their their own separate pages in the book. Could you imagine doggo porn? Uh, I don't have to imagine it. The fleshies already have it. Wait, what? Hello, it's called bestiality. Yeah, I thought you were smart, Indy. I am smart. I'm just not sick. Agreed. Stay away from our butts, fleshies. We don't know what you want to do in there. What? Wait, what? I am so confused. <laughs> so there you have it. Reason number 613. Quests. 
Thank you so much for listening to our Season 3 premiere episode. Don't forget to check back every Monday morning for new episodes. And if you haven't already, check out our Patreon page where you can get early access to our shows and other special perks. That's patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy Show. And don't forget to check out our Instagram and Facebook pages for all those deets and stuff we talked about on today's show. So until next time, smell smell you later. later!